Sure, you may be able to hear just how crispy the McDonald's crispy, juicy, tender chicken sandwich is, but that's just the beginning. The full crispy, juicy, tender experience comes after you take your first bite. But why stop there? Order ahead on the app and get medium fries and soft drink for free. Now that's a deal that tastes even better than it sounds. Valid 830 to 919, 1011 to 1031, and 1122 to 1212. 21. Valid one time per week. McDonald's app download and registration required. Welcome and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Well, my hey, friend, Ross. it's been uh, Busy time this last month. Have you guys uh, yeah. noticed it's busier? I don't know what it is. It's just been insane for me. It is. But it has been kind of busy. I don't know. Maybe people thawing out from the winter, trying to get back into doing business. But it it has been picking up for sure. Yeah, I guess it's an interesting question for my end. Anyway, I mean, for me, of course, work is it comes in in spurts and stuff. Is it? It's pretty steady for you though, because you've always got the same job, don't you? Yeah, it it's it is um on my on my in-house side, it's always busy. There's always everything going on. There's always something happening, always new things going on. So that stays pretty consistent. On the agency side where we're helping customers like you do, it does fluctuate I think with budgets, um, it's always slows down towards the end of the year, picks up after January when people get new budgets. Um that, but that's pretty standard I think in the in the industry. Yeah, we've I think we've noticed a lot of improvement in terms of of people interested in finally making some moves with their websites. Maybe it's all the news about mobile. I don't know, but there's a lot of stuff going on. And then also, you know, uh, we're trying to make uh, our prices a little more custom for each person, even more yeah. so. So it, it is interesting. Yeah. It is interesting you say that because we've seen a lot of discussion too about websites, and it's like. You know, especially a lot of it's tied to this, the mobile update, the algorithm update. Everybody's um, kind of up in a tizzy about this. But we, we had a discussion today at work. It's like, you know, Google's been pushing mobile for a long time. And, and mobile has been a big thing for a couple of years now. And this is just like people are finally deciding to get off their butts and because Google said you had to. It's interesting how much influence Google has and it, and I wonder if this whole algorithmic update and the fact that they gave everybody all this notice is tied to their mission of trying to make every, the, the web more mobile friendly. It's 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 an interesting when you think about it philosophically instead of from a business standpoint, what they're trying to do and if they planned it that way or not. Well, they do like to flex their muscles. Look at the HTTPS issue, right? I mean, that, yeah, I that's don't know, coming, I thought that was kind of silly that the whole thing pushed people to do it and then it ended up being kind of a backlash in a way because... They weren't ready in some regards. People had issues with their websites after doing the switch with I rankings know. and et cetera. I mean, silly. But it's still, I think the HTTPS issue is not over by any means. It's, it's, oh, no. it's, it's kind of like the mobile thing. We've been talking about mobile for years and years now. And it's just in the last year or two that it really has started having a huge impact on what we do day to day. And I think the HTTPS thing, the security thing, will, that'll happen there too. It's starting off slow, but a year or two from now, it'll be a big issue. When I think to many people, I'm guessing here, but I think to many of our listeners, mobile is a little more tangible. You know, they, they can, there's no doubt. I mean, look oh, everywhere. They can see yeah, it. And, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, we hear everything about security every day, too, but it seems more about that happened to someone else. Yeah, versus, but there's, the, you know? there's, a big, there's a big push here in the U.S. A lot of the big tech companies are now, you know, going after of the government and the uh, NSA about their policies tied to uh, uh, you know how they spy on everybody, right? So there's this big push now to reform our government um, and their their methodologies right around they do that. And there's it's just I know we've talked about this you know for the last year, but actually in the past month there's been a big push towards that from a lot of major corporations. <laughs> we had a. a- a moron here in uh, in Canada. I think it was he was appealing to the CRTC. He was one of the big wigs that owns one of these big telecoms here. He was trying to convince them that they needed to outlaw VPNs. 
Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Uh, right. I mean, I'm sure they were focused more on the personal VPNs because people are using it to sort of hide their traffic when they're downloading bad stuff. But, oh, man, it's just stupid. The security, it goes, it goes one way, then it goes the other way. We're too secure, then we're not secure. Uh, so people and governments need to learn there's no such thing as privacy online, and nobody <laughs> should expect it. <laughs> and when you get it, hold on to it. Yeah. If you get any of it, <laughs> especially VPNs. Oh, my God. The, the only way to have privacy on a computer is, is air gap it. Buy a brand new one and never connect it to anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. But what about that, that BIOS battery? Mm. Uh, yeah. But if, you, <laughs> but if you never connect it to anything, does it matter? I'm just kidding. It's got juice. It's got juice. Okay. So, <laughs> nerding out here a bit. Um we had quite the shows, the last two shows, and, and apparently uh-huh. uh, record downloads, and I'm glad everyone en- seems to have enjoyed it. Have you heard anything from any of the listeners? Um, a lot of people just saying that they enjoyed it and thought it was really inform- informative and was, were happy that we were able to do that. Yeah. And I, I agree. I was happy that, the, that John was able to come on the show, and he was so open and um, in, in most cases. Some cases he can't be, and we understand that, but we're not going to stop oh, us yeah. from asking. We have to push. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, you just, you just he's, he was really good about answering the questions as clearly as he could. He's he's a, a very good Matt substitute for now. Yes, he really so, is. So, so one thing I didn't get to ask him yes. is, <laughs> is 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 Matt coming back? Do you think he is? <laughs> yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, you. I don't think he would have had much to say anyway. <laughs> I know. Very, <laughs> well, what do you what do you think, Ross? Is Matt coming back? I don't know. We've talked about this before. I really don't know. I don't, yeah. I, 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 I think he could or he certainly doesn't need to. And, and then I guess the other question is, does it matter if he comes back? Nothing against Matt, but, you know, he's a great guy and I, I love the way he communicates to us. But, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll go on without him if we need to. Well, we already are. Yes. Yeah. And as long as we have someone who can talk to us uh, as an industry and in, in in, in proper tones, <laughs> mm-hmm. like John is doing, then that's really what we need. And, yeah. and uh, ah, besides, Matt's a superstar. It was hard, oh, hard to talk to the guy. God. And, and I think <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing Google put more people out there now. Instead of just having this one point of contact for us all this time, they did a recent uh, Google Plus Hangout that was like an hour long talking about the mobile update. There was two new people on it that I'd never really even heard of before, but they were really informative, really intelligent. So it's nice to see them giving us new faces to talk to instead of just having one point of contact. I think that's going to make it easier um, long term for everybody. Yeah. So I know we. Uh, are, I'm looking at our content list, and it's kind of all over the map. We were going to talk a little more about mobile, the mobile update. Uh, so, it, you know, thinking about what's coming up on April 21st, mm-hmm. I've personally heard a lot of people kind of panicking as usual, over panics. I'm really overly yeah. panicking. Um, some people suggesting that this is going to be way more than just mobile. You have to be mobile friendly to be showing up in desktop. Like no, 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 no. They're not saying that. Um, well, I, I, actually, there's there's a lot of discussion. There's about I've heard about fifty fifty. You know, there's some good arguments for desktop is going to be impacted, and there's some good arguments for it not being impacted. I, I, I'm not sure at this point. But I, it is all speculation versus what they've said about mobile friendly for mobile. Well, but the problem is what they said was a little bit vague. So yeah. it could, could have been interpreted as everything or it could have been interpreted as just mobile. So it's like, you know, and, and I know Rand came out saying it's going to impact desktop, which probably lit the fire about the controversy. Um, I originally, when I first read it, my first inclination was, yep, this is going to impact desktop as well. The more I read, the more I'm on the fence. And, and I'm basically at the point where I'm just going to wait and see. I'm going to prepare for it. If it impacts desktop, I'll be ready. If it doesn't, I'm ready for when they finally do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it wouldn't make much sense for it to impact desktop yet. I could see it as being another rollout, like another a bit, of, a bit of a push later once people start to realize what they've missed and that they're missing yeah. out on mobile. You know, it could be something that's a scale thing. Yeah. That's how I would do it. But then again, Google likes to flex. So who knows what they're going to do. 
Well, well, part of everything Google's been doing for the past couple of years has been trying to merge the, the, the mobile experience and the desktop experience. They did it in local search. They, they did that with the Pigeon update where they merged the two algorithms. And, they, and they, a lot of the changes in that update were tied to desktop but impacted – or tied to mobile, excuse me, but also were reflected in desktop. So part of me thinks, well, why would they do it two different ways – that's, that's more resources, it's more time, it's more programming. Why not just do it one way, right? And that makes a lot of sense across the board. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and really since they show different results for the different, different handsets, why let it affect desktop at this point? Yes, again, I think I can see it as a future thing, but I, it doesn't make sense yet. Um, however... <laughs> I wish everything yeah. made sense. But 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 even if it doesn't impact desktop, it's still going to impact probably more than 50 pe- 50% of people's traffic because you know, this some is people's it, traffic. In most people's traffic. Some people you're right will not have that much, but a mass a majority of traffic now is on mobile devices. If you look at the whole big picture of the internet, mobile traffic has surpassed desktop traffic, right? So no matter where you're you're at, you're going to, some businesses are going to have more desktop. But if you're looking at the internet as a whole, you know at least half the at least half or a little more than half of the traffic is going to be impacted by this update. Yeah. Well, and the way I've been saying it, just because I don't want to be too panicky for people, you know, I don't want to get everyone freaking out here because if they don't have the money to make the change right now, and I've got clients that are like that, they're they're fretting. Don't stress. I mean, look. let's look at your – and what I do is I take them right to your analytics. How much traffic are you getting right now from mobile? Oh, 7%. I've seen them that low. Okay, well, this isn't a big deal for you yet. Do it as soon as you can because who knows what you're missing, but you're not going to lose much traffic. And, and, and so, a lot of it was high bounce because their site was already such crap. So they're not really yeah. losing anything. They could have so, benefited from it, but they're not losing. So to your point, though, there's the other side of that coin. If you go and you look at that and you're just getting 70% of your traffic from mobile and you don't have a mobile-friendly site, you better take some action soon. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Imagine there, there'd be there, a pretty high bounce rate. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's both sides of that coin, mm-hmm. right? And, and course, you, you can have a site that seems like it's mobile-friendly to you because it reflects, you know, it, it, when you go on a mobile device, there's your website. It looks like your website, acts like your website. But if you have to pinch in and squeeze out and your links are too close together or there's, you know, that there's a, the mobile search-friendly tool that Google published. Um, if, you put your, if you put your site in there and it tells you you're not mobile-friendly, you're not going to be mobile friendly. This and they came out this week, and basically it says this is a yes or no flag in the algorithm. The site, and it's a page by page um, analysis. By the way, it's not a site analysis; it's page by page. So if that page is not mobile friendly, it says no. It's a yes or no. There's no gray areas. It can't be kind of mobile friendly, but not you know. There's not percentages. It's either black or white in this case. And if your page is not mobile friendly, it's going to impact you. Interesting. It- I always see it saying your site is mobile friendly, not this page is mobile friendly the, when they result. The, that, well, that's true. The, the tool says your site, but the algorithm itself is analyzing another page. Yeah. Page okay. Good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because if they go through pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, with that said, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about mobile and uh, well, lots of news actually we got here. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. And hey, I wanted to let uh, the listeners know, I got a, a kind of a, a cool deal. Um, I've been looking a long time for a good hosting company, uh, and uh, it, it hasn't been easy uh, for my clients, because everyone asks me, and they don't want to go for the full dedicated or anything, obviously, that we use, uh, and... I don't say this lightly because we did test them, personally tested them. Uh, we were pretty happy with HostGator. Now, I'm sure everyone's got their own opinions. Someone's had bad experiences, et cetera, and I totally understand it. But if you are interested in one, we put it through its paces. Their VPS, their virtual private servers, put it through their paces, did some real tests on it, and it worked out really well. And if you are interested, Stepforth, S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H is a discount code for 25% off. They cool. get it to me. They're, they're happy with it. I'm like, all right. What the hell? I'll tell my listeners. So, so why wasn't the discount code SEO101? Huh? That's what uh, they gave me. Step forth. I'm not right. going to argue. It's a discount all right. code. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, pretty cool. And I, I believe you can even get it on top of the other discount codes I have. So, hey. Right. Hey, one, one other thing that we should talk about the mobile update before we get on some of the news going on is that everybody's fully aware of the date, April 21st is when this is going to roll out. And I believe John said on the interview that there was like a switch. They were going to turn it on. It was going to go. But the, over the last week, um, it's come out that it's going to probably take um, you know, three or four days to a week to actually roll out. And this is going to happen worldwide. Which makes way more sense. Yeah. So if it's April 21st and you don't see any change, um, don't go, whew, hey, we, we made it, because it might hit you in a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not like they're just switching out a hard drive here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a few hundred thousand computers that have to update. Uh, <laughs> how, many da- how many data centers are they up to now? Uh, God, I, I don't think know. the last, last I heard was years ago, it was like nine. And I have no idea how many it is now. It's got to be more than that. And these things are as big as like, Football fields, aren't they? They're huge. Oh, yeah, they're huge. It's, it was amazing to me what Google did when they decided to build their data centers. And they used, basically, they used like tens of thousands of PCs connected together. And so, you know, you think about the old school mainframes. It's like, well, they're not using a mainframe. They're using tens of thousands of PCs that are interconnected. And just th- what they're doing is pretty phenomenal. The technology they do is just unbelievable. It is. You know, one thing I'm kind of surprised about, again, nerding out a bit here, but I'm surprised they haven't done anything kind of like that SETI program where your computer, when it was doing down cycles, would be used to, to do something really cool. That's they could really true. get a lot of power out of that, you know, and that would well, be one of their neat 1% or whatever it is, 10% time things. But do they, do, do they ever really have any downtime on their computers? Think about it. They got over No, four, our computers, not theirs. Oh, our computers. They want to use It's like the SETI program. You know how you can download that and uh, it'll run when you're not using your computer? But what they are, they're tracking all our personal information and putting it into AdWords. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, just think how much better info they could get. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> um, you know, on the mobile-friendly note, I'm pretty excited. Uh, it, my site right now is, is ghastly. In terms of being out of date, and I'm I'm working finally, slowly, 
working on my mobile-friendly version of Stepforth. I'm very excited because it's so dated. Um, but you know what it's like? It's time. Oh, yeah. Time. Guys, trying to find you, the time. So Are you, do, are you doing it yourself or did you find a design firm to do it for you? I am going to follow my own advice and I'm going to use uh, uh, one of the templates that I recommend to my own clients and I'm doing it myself. Of course, oh, nice. I'm pretty savvy when it comes to the technology stuff, so I'm not exactly a, a standard client, but um, it's going to be fun. And then I'm sure I'll need some help for my programmer and stuff later, but I want to get the most of it done myself because it's mostly nice. content, sales message, all that sort of stuff. So, Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Look, looking forward to seeing it when you're launching it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm hoping before the mobile <laughs> update just because that would be kind of cool. Yeah, April 20th. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> so... Uh, why don't you cover the, the oh uh, actually FTC I have to share this because I think it's oh yeah yeah you should pretty interesting so this I'm just going to quote read this quote from uh, I believe it's Search Engine Land an inadvertently disclosed report from the Federal Trade Commission labels that's the FTC labels Google a monopoly and appears to directly contradict the decision not to pursue legal action against the company in early 2013 the FTC formally decided to close its antitrust investigation against Google, demanding only modest changes in the company's business practices. It turns out a vocal contingent inside the FTC wanted stronger action. The existence of the critical 160-page report was discussed in a Wall Street Journal article today, and the Wall Street Journal says the report was mistakenly disclosed in response to a Freedom of Information request. <laughs> interesting. There's been some interesting stuff come out of that too, if, if you haven't been reading about it. Um, lots of things where they proved that Google was promoting their own content above competitors' content and things like uh, you know, um, product searches and those kind of things. It's very interesting, some of the, 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 the stuff that goes against the don't be evil motto. There's, a, there's some interesting reading in that document. Yeah, I'm sure Google would feel differently about their judgments, so you can't even call them on it, but yeah. it's, it's pretty interesting. I actually heard that Europe is going big time on them now, or there, there's talk about it. Now, I don't know if it's just rumblings or not. I, I yeah. tend to see a lot of, of discussions, and I can't really wade into them and read all the details, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. Europe is not friendly to Google at all. No, not at all. No. Is, right. is, is there a competing search engine in Europe? Like we know we've got Badu in China, and there's what's the one in Russia? Um, oh, there's sure. one in Russia too. But does Europe have a a competing engine? Not that I know of. Yeah, I'm not aware of one either. I mean, just the European versions of these other ones. Like for some reason, I never hear anyone bark about Bing. Probably because it just doesn't have any search share. But maybe in Europe, it's got an opportunity now. Right. Right. Although, who wants to, it seems. <laughs> They're pretty nasty to anyone who ever gets in there. It's uh, pretty intense. So, what's next here? So, so, you know how every once in a while, Hollywood will put out this sequel to a movie that you didn't know you really needed to see? And you're like, wow. You know, it's like the new Sylvester, the new Rocky movie that's coming out, right? It's like you didn't realize you really needed to see a new Rocky movie, but then you read about it. It's like, wow, I guess I really didn't need that. Well, Google did that to us. They're, they're coming out with an update that we didn't really know we needed because we thought we fixed the problem years ago. They're coming up with a, They're coming out with an update to address doorway pages. Does anybody even still do doorway pages? Yes. Yeah. I just ran into, uh, I, ironically, a debt consolidation company that is using them. And I, in fact, I ran into the guy who designed their system, and he's like, "Is, is this a good idea?" I'm like. No, <laughs> because I thought so. I better let them know. Like, oh God! But I mean, he designed it a long time ago. When yeah. you know, they're not exactly the most ethical of businesses in many cases. Uh, right. I have a client who is, but most of the time they're not. And, and uh, in terms of their SEO, anyway. And uh, yeah, it it devised doorway pages for every single city and uh, in, in all of Canada, and and, I, I, and they I, rank. And I can tell you, I did that myself, you know, eight years ago when it made sense and it worked. I mean, I was working for a foreclosure data company and we built, a, we built a page for every city in the United States, you know, and put foreclosure data on it and talked about it. They were basically doorway pages and it worked. It increased the site's traffic, I think, 300%. But well, we, I'll tell you, I looked at their uh, SCM rush data. 
So for mm-hmm. listeners who don't know what that is, uh, SEMrush is a tool you can look at <clears throat> the existing rankings for any website organically and also for pay-per-click. And uh, in this case, it showed how uh, this particular website had tons of traffic just two years ago. I mean, it was insane how much traffic. Yeah. And it's been a steep decline since then. Um, that said, they still rank really, really well. It's just in a whole lot less phrases. Well, what, what's going to happen, I think, is, you're, and you're right, there are, there are companies that still do this. They still think, you know, I sell a product and I want to make sure I can sell it in these areas. And it really, where I see it mostly now is when people are trying to target different geographic areas or different variations on products um, uh, or services, they, they, they take a keyword or a keyword set and they create a page for each of the variations based on some small variable like color or um, location, those kind of things, right? And some of that worked for a while. And I think we're going to see the people that have done that years ago and it's been working for them and they haven't been caught up in, until this new update hits. It's going to be very similar to what we see when you talk to clients who got hit by Panda or Penguin. They're like, this stuff worked for so long and all of a sudden it wasn't allowed anymore. And why am I getting picked on? I think that's going to, so people that don't realize that's what they're doing. They're, they're going to get hit, and they're going to be upset, and they're not going to understand. It, as much as I don't like to hear people upset, it's... You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. These algorithmic updates are fantastic for business because you finally get these people coming in going, what did I do wrong? And you're like, well, let me start. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You were listening to the wrong person, first of all. Yeah. Uh, dear God, um, it's it's scary. Uh, the good thing is, I'll finally, uh, hoping they do it right, of course, I'll finally be in the position where I don't have to tell clients, we can't do what your competitors are doing. I know they're succeeding. I know, I know. But we can't yeah. do it because it's going to catch up to them. And when it doesn't catch up to them, God, I look bad. But I can't conscious, conscionably use these tactics. You're about to look really damn good. I hope so. Because the doorway page thing is, it's... It's if you've been doing it, um, hopefully you haven't been doing it on purpose, and that you've been either taking some bad advice or you're just trying to, 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 to you don't have time to update something that you did years ago. Um, but this is kind of like the mobile update. If you're relying on the traffic from these pages, you better do something soon because your traffic's uh, going to go away. You know, what would be really interesting is to. <clears throat> Put, put our heads together and look at all the different ways this, that Google would try to pick out doorway pages. And they obviously got to be careful. The beginning, they're going to be really going after the most obvious. And mm-hmm. they'll probably do what they normally do and just slowly but surely get more specific with their algorithm. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how they're identifying them and how the bad dudes, <laughs> not uh, the bad dudes, the black hats, try and work around this. It's, it's well, going to be fascinating. So the, I think one of the simplest ways, if I was Google, to identify a doorway page would be tied to duplicate content. You look, you look at a page that's very similar to another page, and you look at what the differences are instead of what the similarities are. And if the differences can fall into a category like these are all geos or these are all uh, – you know, variations on a theme, you know, that's going to be, to me, those duplicate content is going to be seen as doorway instead of duplicate content. You know what I mean? Because a lot of doorway pages, that's exactly what they are. You take a, you take a page and you build it specifically to drive traffic. It has no other value, but other than to pull in traffic to the rest of your site. Right. Uh, 
And I think that's how Google defines a doorway page. Is that, did, did you read that? I think that's how yeah. I read it. Yeah. Well, uh, before we go to break, I want to say that I think that's going to get a whole lot harder for Google. And the reason why is, did you see that Washington Post article about content forever? No, I didn't. What, what was that? Uh, I'll post a link here for you. But if you go to tinysubversions.com <laughs> and forward slash content forever, uh, the forever just has a capital F in it. Anyway, it uh, is a auto-generating content. It's written by uh, a so-called intelligent system. And the content yeah, think, it comes up with uh, is creepily decent. Not good, but it really shows a lot of improvement in terms of computer-generated content. And I can guarantee we're going to see a lot of that. I mean, they already do to some degree, but a lot more of it in terms of doorway pages and that kind of thing just usurp these algorithms. Interesting. But is that really, is that really a doorway page? Well, so that's going to be the new doorway page. It's got to be easy, right? Just because it's auto-generated content, if it's valuable, useful content, <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean it's a doorway page, right? Yeah, valuable and I don't know whether it's going to be valuable or not. But I mean, let's say you're trying to go for a city name and uh, let's say debt consolidation. Well, this might be a way to get that content and would look identical, I mean, look completely unique, but it's just generated as a doorway page. But what if it's writing not necessarily... Um, generating doorway page <laughs> style content what if it's writing editorial style content and it's it's automated it's automatic but it's it seems to be since it's it since as you describe it's much better it's decent quality than what we're used to from automated uh, content you know can it pass as something real and if they put out 40 or 50 of these a day in a blog format is that a doorway page just because it was auto generated well, it's certainly going to pose an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how many people are going to jump on this? In terms of a well, doorway, it could be okay. used for doorway pages is what I'm getting at. Let's, uh, okay, let's think out 20 years from now when somebody actually does invent a artificial intelligence of some sort. There's a couple different kinds. Not the self-aware kind of artificial intelligence, but this self-learning artificial intelligence. Why can't that artificial intelligence write real good you know, it's self-learning. It, it can put together things that we might not put together. It could do. It could have points. If it's an artificial intelligence that's self-learning but not self-aware, and it's creating content, and you have thousands of them doing that, you know, is that all? What, what's that? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, this is fascinating. I just did one for Google. <laughs> oh my God! It's well. Think think about this. Amazing. Think about this, all right? Because I've got this presentation I've been doing. I did it at WordCamp Miami last year. It's called Content is Not King, right? And I firmly believe content is not king. And when people, when, when my salespeople, anybody I've talked to, you know, I was in a sales meeting the other day with clients, and one of the sales reps said content king. And I corrected him in front of the client and said, you're crazy. Content is not king. And I firmly believe it's not true. If you think about it, right? Um, there's a study out, and I need to find this study so I can, I can share it, but there's a study out that says by the end of this year, there will be twice as much content produced online than demand for content online, right? So that mm-hmm. automatically means that half of the content created online will never, ever be seen by anybody, right? So how can, how can content be king if half of it's never seen by anybody, right? <laughs> well so, put. So if if you've got if you've got you know a thousand um, artificial intelligence beings or whatever you want to call them at the time creating you know a hundred pieces of content a day that's that's wasted you know you, you've got to create content you've got to build content that's worth seeing and then you have to find ways to get it in front of people and what we do as SEOs is 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 one of those ways to get it in front of people. Yeah, well, we could talk about this forever because there's lots of different ways of looking at these things. And, 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 but there's certainly going to be doorway page use uh, with these things. And I think it's going to be interesting how, uh, how it's used. But even back to the main issue, it's going to be really interesting to talk about how Google is going to try and pick these out. There's some basics we've already covered that are dead obvious. Oh, yeah. But after that, they're going to have to really get in, really in, intricate about figure, picking this stuff out. And you'll, you also have to deal with an, an unintentional doorway pages, like an e-commerce system that might create a separate URL for the five different colors of that T-shirt. 
Well, if the color is the only change and it's a different URL, would those be considered doorway pages if they don't have canonical tags or, you know, rel equals next prev, whatever the solution is to group them together? Are those considered doorway pages unintentionally? I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break. and we come back, we'll uh, cover a couple more things before the end of the show. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Do you want to optimize and grow your business? Then master your skills in conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Las Vegas 2015, happening on May 12th through the 14th. It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues and the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. Come to Conversion Conference. The conference that pays for itself in no time. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a $100 discount on their pass. Register early and get full access for only $897 when you use discount code WMFM. Simply register online at ConversionConference.com with the code WMFM. That's ConversionConference.com, code WMFM. Hurry, save your seat before they sell out. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. All-inclusive marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So You know you're having an off day when you mispronounce myself. I know. A uh, little pounding headache going on here, so I'm just getting through it. <laughs> Always making it easier, too. Thanks, pal. Um, I, 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 do my, I, I do my best, man. Um, so I actually had a further question I'm going to ask John Mueller, but um, ever since he'd mentioned that thing about tabbed content and it confirmed it essentially for us that if you have content that's hidden in technically hidden behind tabs on a page once it's loaded uh you know a person requires to click on it to see it essentially that content isn't considered in your overall ranking for that page and, and can so, i can i can i clarify a little bit i don't think not, it was just tabbed content it's hidden content you can use yes, the, I know. The, the accordion styles anything that will just dis- show and and unshow i guess is the right word content on a page is what we're talking about here well and that's what it made me wonder whether or not 
I guess it's technically whether or not they have the technology right now built in. But if you look at this uh, uh, theme on elegantthemes.com, it's called or- Origin. I've got a link to it on here, but um, you can go to elegantthemes.com. It's a great site, and you'll see it. And it has a really, really, really pleasing look uh, where it's got images, and when you just roll your mouse over them, content appears. Uh, technically, what he said, based on what he says, that stuff will not have any benefit. And I don't think he said it won't have any benefit. It's well, a, he said less. it won't have, it'll have less benefit, yes. It so, will be indexed. It will be found. It just won't apply as much to the initial algorithm analysis of the page, algorithmic analysis. Uh, yeah, of the content. Of, Cor- yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, but, I don't know. I just I wonder. I, I'm actually trying to find <clears> – <throat> I haven't looked that hard, I admit, but I'm going to be trying to find – Examples of any sites that have ranked well using this theme. Is this the one you're thinking about for Staffworth? <laughs> no, no. Thank, thank a client God. of mine. Is, yeah, a client of mine has chosen this. And, I, I, uh, I have and to tell you, well and, and I apologize to your client ahead of time. This is an ugly theme. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe it's the pictures. Maybe it's the, the images they and the color scheme they chose to use. But man, I'm not happy with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks really good at the different levels. It's very good in terms of uh, Google. Um, Page speed and more friendliness, et cetera, et cetera. They've mm-hmm. done a good job on it. Um, I, actually, I actually like it. I don't love the colors, no, but I do love the concept. Yeah, and in his case, he sells um, in balloons. And Yeah, you're uh, right. It would, it would depend on what, what the product is and, and how they're using it. So that, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, I'm very intrigued. I want to be sure of this, obviously, before we jump headlong into this theme. But, I mean, we can still make it work. Uh, but it would be nice to know how much of this content is going to play much of a role in the ranking. And well, there are a ton of themes out there that do this. Well, what I have one, the first thing I would say is do not rely, especially on this particular. So in this particular theme, describe to the audience what it is. is there's, it's like a checkerboard. And each of the checkerboard squares is a picture. When you mouse over the picture, it tells you the name of the product, the price of the product, and a short description. And you can click through. And when you click it, it goes to that product page, right? Or, yes. and, or it's either a product or a blog post. And for this type of style, Ross, I would not want the content really to be indexed as topical content. I want to make sure the links are followed, and I want to sure make sure that the links are text so they pass a little bit of relevancy. But the content on this is going to change so frequently. There's so many different topics that are going to be covered on this page that you're going to have topical dilution on this page. It's never really going to get strong for any one of the topics that are covered in one of those squares that I'm not sure it matters that much. As long as you've got those links going to those deeper pages that are really the pages you want to rank for that particular content anyway, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's true. But I, what I was just, I like to know how much is being considered. That's really what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. To. Agreed. I, I think it'd be interesting to know that as well. <clears throat> but I w- for, if, you're, if you're worried about your client, I wouldn't worry too much about the content being indexed in a thematic standpoint on the homepage because, you know, it's one of those situations where there's too much variety is going gonna, is gonna to hurt your relevancy on the homepage. Well, the benefit here is it's all going to be balloons. So there's a pretty obvious theme. That'll help. <laughs> that, 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 that will help for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, that was just one of the questions. That I, I was intrigued to see what he would say about. Um, we've got another one as well that was asked by, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this. I'm sorry. Tomir, I think, Petrov. I'm sorry, Tomir, we didn't uh, get a chance to ask it. It was a little technical, and I didn't think we'd have a chance to get to it at the end there uh, with John. But I am going to try and send it to John Mueller and see if he'll respond, and, and I'll send along the, or at least I'll post the reply in uh, our Google Plus community uh, for SEO 101. Now, what? Oh, <laughs> okay, I'll let you do it. What's the new domain? Okay, so it's, it's everybody knows there's a whole bunch of new TLDs coming, lots of different things. Um, I actually tried to get our company top level to, domains. That is top, yeah, top level. I, I I tried to get our company to to try to get the .dot live domain registered for us, but Google's done .dot Google. There's I think Microsoft has done a few. Well, there's there's a there's a number of them that are kind of interesting, and one that they've actually started selling domain names for now is dot sucks so if you wanted to go out there and, and buy you know walmart dot sucks 
as a website, not .com, but .sucks, you can do it. And there's a lot of controversy around this because is it really a, you know, the, people didn't think it should have been approved as a TLD because it's kind of, it's kind of like a, uh, a scam more than anything because it's basically a bunch of companies now, if they're worried about it, are thinking they have to go out and buy the .sex version of their domains so no one else will buy them and start talking bad about them. And if you're thinking that, my personal opinion is don't waste your time <laughs> or money because if, if somebody wants to create a site and they're that, it's that important to them to create a site about your company, they can, they can come up, they can find a domain, walmartsucks.com, walmartsucks.cc, walmartsucks.net, walmart.sucks. It's just another variation of a bunch of domains you can go out and get. No, no, nothing against Walmart. It's just an example. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But if you're worried, if you're worried about the dot sex domain, I wouldn't be. Um, no, not at all. That said, if someone does <laughs> buy one and builds a site on the, on dot sex, I don't believe it'll have any advantages or disadvantages in search. It's gonna it's gonna have the same exact type of um, requirements needed for any kind of domain. Um, it, there's there's no real difference in a TLD. No TLD has any advantage or disadvantage over any other TLD, <clears throat> even .govs or .edu's. From the TLD standpoint alone, they're all equal. Now there are things that, that that happen around .gov sites that don't happen around other sites that make them a little more valuable or have the impression of being more valuable. Same with .edu's. But from an algorithmic standpoint, there's absolutely no difference between .edu and .sucks. <laughs> Who would ever have thought we'd be talking about this on the show? I mean, that a strange top double domain. Anyway, yeah. I, they're everywhere, yeah. though. There's uh, .dentist. I oh, mean, yeah. uh, everything's out there. Uh, it's there's pretty impressive. There's a ton of them. There's a ton it, of it. It's kind of fun, though, from a marketing perspective. I've got a client that we're um, actually a, a, an ally. I partnered up with a dentist, uh, a, a company that does dental web design, and I'm doing their SEO and all their marketing. And, and uh, yeah, Dot Dentist, it's a great idea. Why not? Let's go for that dot TLD for a few people. It, yeah. it, it looks good. I really wanted to get the dot .live domain because all of our sites we have we have like M Live and Oregon Live and I thought that would be cool if we could do like all the states dot .live. But then that, then I even started thinking about it more. What happens when when you sell it to NFL and you do NFL dot .live and they do all their live broadcasts on that domain? You know, you can have a live Broadway show. You can have everything, anything that has live anything could have its own domain on dot .live. That has a, those kind of things to me has a lot of potential. Dot mm-hmm. sucks, well, not so much. The other thing before we, we cut off here is one uh, issue keeps coming up for me when I'm dealing with clients is <clears throat> they keep telling me, well, I've got this domain. Isn't that good? It sounds really good. Why don't we use that domain too? I'm like, ah. People, <laughs> it's great to get domains that really inspire you, but do it so that you're going to be running another another website entirely different if unless you really want to switch everything. But the, the point of the matter is you don't want to run multiple websites for your content, for your business, unless it makes perfect financial sense because that's dividing all of your work. You have to then do more marketing for every one of these websites. It's exhausting getting rankings for one, getting the visibility and getting all the, the, all the, the, the uh, work done to make the site uh, convert business. I mean, it just, ugh, it's so exhausting. I- one of the hardest parts of getting a client to really do good in SEO is getting them to, to help you or, if they're doing it themselves, create good content for their website. Try doing that for 10 websites because you can't <laughs> use the same content on all of them. You buy this new domain, you've got to come up with new content for this site. That's the hardest part of a website. And it, the more domains you buy, the more content you need to create. And just, just if you want to buy them because they're cool, great. Redirect them. 301 them. <laughs> and check out content Forever, no. <laughs> uh, although, seriously, check it out. It's pretty wild. Well, with that said, if you have any questions you'd like to ask us. Oh, can, uh, can, we, can we say one more thing real quick? Because I just want to oh, get sure. your opinion before I forgot. So it came out last week that Bing is changing to a one-page search result. So it'll be one of those a, a, um, infinity scrolling pages. So there's no, there's no longer going to be page two, page three, page 20, page 100 on Bing. It's going to be one page. That's going to – I don't understand the move. I'm not sure what the impact's going to be. I think it's going to really kill 
the pay-per-click stuff on Bing unless they find a way to f- integrate it differently. But what's your thoughts on that move from a search Without- result? My first instinct is, ah, second, like, just like that, wow, what a big change. But my first, I think it's a good idea in some regards. Yes, making it monetary, monetization aspect, that's going to be tough. But it's probably the future. Yeah, I know. All of our sites are like that. So we have that. You have to ask for more content, but it stays on the same page. Um, it only goes, you can only ask so many times. But, and we, and literally, we see uh, after the second request for more stories, basically as a news feed, um, it drops off to zero. So people on our sites, and we have over 50 million unique visitors on our sites the last couple months each, um, almost never click more than twice to see more stories. So I can see it being a resource for them. They don't have to create all these pages. Um, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thought. Um, I, if they can figure out the the advertising, the mon- mon- the monetization model, and I, I agree, you're right. I think it's gonna it makes sense in one hand. Um, on the other hand, it's going to be a interesting change for people to accept. Yeah, I am looking forward to seeing it though. And I, I do think it, it, it is a logical move. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. Thanks for okay. bringing that up, though. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So if anyone has any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. While well, it sticks around anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can also email me via ross at stepforth.com and or reach John Carcutt via Twitter at John Carcutt. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.